forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. Well, damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. What's up, everyone? What's up, baby boy? And then we got our third host, Zach Barlow. How you living, kid? Living good, man. Living good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. We are uh, we're coming at you with another reaction episode. Um, we are in quarantine, and we are spewing through Netflix series like there's no tomorrow. So I, I myself just finished Ozark in one sitting. That was a personal best. I'm, I'm personal on the best. season finale, actually, of Ozark. As soon, yeah, man. as soon as we get done with this, I'm probably going to play it. Should we just say fuck it? Let's just, let's just well, call the episode now. and We should just we should just tell the people what this episode on. This is a reaction episode on Netflix. <laughs> We're reacting yeah, to Netflix, Netflix right now. <laughs> so, <clears throat> it's a 14-hour episode, and we are going to talk every series on Netflix. So, the Im- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. What do you guys think? <laughs> Underrated. Underrated. All right, on to the next one. Uh, no, yeah, there's just so much fucking content out there right now that's being watched. And we talked about it last episode. I mean, this is the time. Everybody's got the time on their hands to do whatever they want to do. And I feel like majority of the world, at least Americans, are going to spend that time rewatching The Office or tickling their fancy with something new. Um, and Yeah, I, ta- God, I, I picked up my guitar last night for the first time in a while. Wow. Taught myself how to play a song, you know it's you know it's bad when the guitar the old <laughs> the old six string gets picked back up. You know it's bad, bad like Michael Jackson bad. Yeah, dog. Like he bad, mm-hmm. he bad, you yeah. know it. Over here serenading my cats, <laughs> giving concerts. I just, I just got so sad. I just personally just dropped on the inside of my heart uh, is it were you just replaying um the uh, ballad of a mutant heartthrob or <laughs> oh, nah bro no i was not playing that song what song what? was i playing i was playing uh uh wow i can't even remember the name of the song hold on keep talking i'll oh. I'll, I'll bring it up oh. all right well <laughs> We are uh, on this episode reacting to the Lock and Key series that just dropped on Netflix. Uh, <clears throat> we just reacted to the comic book, and then we watched the Netflix series. And needless to say, there were some contrasts between the two. 
Um, JR, I know, was a big fan personally uh, via his group chat. He, mm. he, he held nothing back there. But I'm interested to see how Zach feels about it, if he even remembers the show. And I have some thoughts myself. So um, while Zach's thinking about what song he was playing to his cats, JR, how about you roll us into story time? You know, what, what, for those that haven't read the comic, what is Lock and Key? Lock and Key follows the Locke family after the father was murdered in their home. And in this scenario, they're, uh, they live in Seattle. So in the book, they're from San Francisco. So there's a bit of a difference there. Um, mm-hmm. But it follows the family, and as they try to move on with their life, they go to the Locke family home, in which they got the Massachusetts, right? Because that seemed like to be the same. As in yeah, the they went cross-country. So. Yep. And they are finding out that the house has a bunch of secrets and keys, and they start going through these kind of um, various keys throughout the house that gives them different abilities. They call it magic keys at one point. Um, and just like the book, each key has a special power that they can, um, uh, enjoy or experience. And they do that by, or, um, (laughs) uh, you could turn yourself into a ghost. You can uh, go back and see your own memories, which I think was a big part of a lot of this, I think, uh, cause Mm -hmm. it helped help the kids figure out some stuff. Um, and all the while there's this dark entity or this uh entity trying to counteract what they're doing or manipulate what they're doing to get its own goal and in the in the show they call it the echo it's an echo which is a type of demon right and then um but it comes up with a name which is dodge is that right dodge is it different yeah. in the show or is it dodge in the i know it's dodge in the book yeah no it's dodge that's it okay. was it came from because originally the entity was Lucas, and Lucas played uh, was nicknamed Dodge by Elena for some reason for mm. like whether it was his sport he played or something I don't know. Call him Dodge, maybe. It's I like don't king of the dodgeballs. <laughs> and then she ended up being a PE t- teacher, so maybe it was dodgeball. That makes sure. sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and just like the book, there's a lot of there's a lot of tragedy and a lot of overcoming and a lot of trickery. There's a lot of trickery in this where I think the show tried to lead you a certain way. Um, and I, I it's, it's, um, I'm just trying to, I can just feel the enthusiasm pouring out of your voice as you read off um, what this fucking show's but, about. Uh, I just want to go on record. First off, I fucking hated this show. And <laughs> second off, Nate McAllister, you bitch. You were supposed to be on this episode with us. Nate's a good longtime listener, good friend of mine, um, and also hosts another fellow podcast, our friends at, over at Fantasy on Tap. And he wanted to be on this episode because he loved this show. Wow. And I, and I was like, when he told me he loved it, I, at first I was like, okay, Nate's a homie, and he likes the show. It must be good. But then I thought about what does Nate like? <laughs> A, he likes the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. What? B, Ugh. he loves, loves One Tree Hill. And C, <laughs> thinks that what? it gets worse. He also thinks that Marissa and Ryan were the best part of the OC, not Seth and Summer. So <laughs> the more I think about it, Nate, your, your taste is monster? terrible. Seriously. So this makes perfect sense you would love the show because it was essentially One Tree Hill with magic fucking keys. So... That was my little rant to Nate. 
I wish you were on this episode. It's actually probably a good thing you weren't because I don't think there would be anybody agreeing with you. But we have another uh, Zach has to say. Yeah. Um, nobody? Zach has to say. Uh, you sure? Well, yeah. I wish Nate was on the show because I think I'm going to need backup. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, JR went into what it's about. It's this family moves to this house to get away from the grisly murder of their father. All the way over this magic house that was inherited from the Locke family. And the thing about the keys are they are magical. But once you get to a certain age, you, you forget about the magic. So adults aren't aware of it. Unless they're drinking, which was super weird. And my question, JR, did you, how far did you get in the comics? I, I only read to the first, uh, first six issues, which is volume one if you're going to buy the graphic novel. I read uh, volume two. You? So Zach, you read volume two. Was was the volume two was the show pretty off base or was it pretty close? There, there's similarities, but to be honest, when I was watching the show, I was I just feel like the show is so much ahead of the books. Either that or the show has has done something completely different because they're really not a lot of similarities at all. And and for a while, it made I was watching the show and I was just thinking like I'm watching completely different story right now like what is happening here um so i guess there are some similarities that that overlap in the second volume but all up it seems to me that the show is way ahead of the books in a lot of ways okay okay well in the show at least the mother had she had a drinking problem in the comic too but uh in the show she was sober when it started and then she went back to drinking uh, when things got tough, and she could rem- she could see the magic when she was drinking, so it made it alluded to like being drunk uh, t- <laughs> are, are taps you, you into your inner youth, or <laughs> it just makes you a superhero. So, uh, which is why <laughs> which is why we're we're here today because we can yeah, see the magic when we drink. You know, dr- <laughs> we've been trying to tell you guys that's a lot of magic this whole time. I uh, I I'll, it's like Shazam. I, I can't even that's my two cents on the mom and the drinking. <laughs> I thought it was pretty stupid. Um, one, it it didn't the the mom, the actress who played uh, the mom, and her drinking mode didn't really feel like drinking mode to me. It just felt like she was out and about, at, you know, happy. It was a happy day, you know, compared to the rest. It didn't seem like she was drunk. She was cleaning. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know any drunks that clean. I know drunks that pass out on the floor or isolate. She, <laughs> it's like she was not on alcohol. She was on like some kind of hallucinant or something instead she's a high functioning uh, alcoholic I, yeah i need a few beers if i'm gonna do the dishes i'm not gonna lie but outside of that yeah it didn't make sense her, her tone was super like uppity and it wasn't like she was like and they're like you guys oh, have never yeah, heard I of high functioning alcoholics that's a thing of course but the way that the show portrayed it it was like she became like nicer and like more energetic like she wasn't. She was super low functioning when she was sober. It seemed like it was almost the opposite. It's like she like was she super was, lazy when she didn't drink. All I want to do is art. Even the daughter comments on it and help know? like helpless. She couldn't yeah, help helpless. her kids do shit. And then all of a sudden she's the super mom. Breakfast. You know you got potatoes oh, no. with the bacon. Mom's got... drinking again. Oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh no. That, we're all I we're gonna have a pen. mother. <laughs> we're gonna have a mother now. Better better cut yeah. it out there. Bro, I I, be- was, I believed that. Uh, I I, I, re- I refute this 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 point. Oh yeah, I was, some... I was cringing. I was Bro, like, what is going think on about with it. the show? Okay, let's think about this. So she went through a horrific event. She's clearly depressed. So when she's sober, she's faced. She has to deal with how she actually feels, and she falls into a deep dark depression, which 
keeps you in bed, makes you not want to do stuff. But when she's drunk, she gets immune to that those feelings, and so she becomes more of a high-functioning individual, even though she's wrecking her body. I'm sure there's crashes, but we we just didn't happen to see those crashes on camera. We saw the high-functioning part. That checks out to me as a character. Okay. I like that, and I think that we should all drink more because um, of sex words. I, I don't agree. I mean, I think if you're going to be... Uh, to me, if they're going to portray that, I felt like they wanted to, this show was a very confusing show because I felt like they wanted to kind of like what they did in the book. There's like parts of the book where there's, you felt like it was a kid story or a kid show. And they, I think they wanted to have that, but also wanted to engage as a wider audience. And I think when it came to the alcohol and serious, like, uh, like facing it, they kind of came up with this like Disney aspect of it you know she's oh she's a smiling instead of the dark aspect of it which is someone who has a bottle in their hand and someone and maybe that may have changed their rating on the type of show they had but they also i think they just i think they were trying to have uh their foot in in, in two different waters here you know when it came to the show let's, let's make it a kid-friendly show but let's put our foot in here so we can make it the audience as wide as possible and i think that that alcohol or that scene where she's cleaning and she's like smiling and laughing and you know she's her shirt's all nice and you know she looks all put to she looked more put together as an alcoholic than she did as a regular person and i i definitely didn't buy it i i cringed through that whole time and i'm just like get the mom out of there move her on yeah. so are you saying jr that when she was sober she wasn't living her truth i felt what she was which, well, the whole the mom all Jordan is trying to use this conversation to justify his drinking habit right now. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's gonna <laughs> go on working. a blog. That's gonna go on my daily entry. Jordan, Jordan was in denial again. <laughs> Manipulate the situation for alcohol. No, I I, I, I want to comment on on what you just said. I agree to an extent. I think that although I think that a high functioning alcoholic character could exist in in this narrative, I'm not pushing back on that as hard as you are. I do think that in order to show the darkness of it, they should have shown like the crashing of it and they should have shown it, it definitely could have gotten a lot darker in that scenario. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't think about it the way you're thinking about it as if trying to expand the audience. Um, but now that you're saying that, I feel like that checks out too. And that, that I just hate agendas like when I see them and I feel like <laughs> you watched this and you like all you saw was an agenda and now you're like laying the agenda out to me and I'm seeing it too. And I'm just like, oh yeah, that, that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it went from like portraying, like in a lot of instances in the show, a lot of stuff they took out and a lot of stuff they added, like completely changed mm-hmm. the age group that it was appealing to, um, which is now like junior high kids and Nate and apparently <laughs> Nate, Nate and Zach. <laughs> uh, I will, it, it appealed to my buddy Marcus too. He actually really loved the show and he was talking to me about it. I'm like, Ugh, yeah, Alicia uh, loved the show too. When I started watching it, I put the first episode on and normally she like is like, Oh God, you're watching fucking hop hero shit and just like leaves. But she actually <laughs> finished the series before I did like on her own. Wow. She was like, I just couldn't stop watching. It was so great. It was amazing. And I was like, Oh man. Oh, well, now I feel bad. You should. you should. You should. You should feel bad. I don't. I, don't. I have strong opinions. I don't. Doesn't mean they're valid. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're valid. They're opinions, they're not facts. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. I just don't. I didn't. I didn't like. I have a list of things I didn't like, but we Let's can go. Hear it. We want to get yeah. into that right now. Um, <clears throat> so there was a few things. First off, they took out the, like they completely revamped the entire murder scene. Yeah. It was just just Sam. It wasn't Sam and his goon, and. 
the mother got shot in the leg. But and it was the, the mom who stopped the violence, not even. Uh, yeah, she hit him with a hammer. Tyler, yeah. or or uh, it was just it was a, it was and it was in a house. It wasn't. It was at their house, not a, at a cabin. And the dad was, was like super like young and good looking, and in the comic he was like yeah old he and, had like, like surfer board hair like I felt like yeah. he could just do that all the time and he'd be okay yeah with that. He, he looked like he wore and many you're mad at that you're mad that the dad no, was cast no. as a good looking person I, who are I'm you guys I'm saying there's this differences is like, this is your stick right here oh my god no I wasn't hating on the guy I'm just saying that was that was the difference but the fact that they took bro this out is the on the dude, list of differences you don't like like explain it's just, can explain I, can this I, to me. Can I live? So they, (laughs) the mother in the comic was beaten and raped. um, And then Tyler came in and beat Sam's face in with a brick. And then the mom took the hatchet to the side of the head of the goon. In this, the mom gets shot in the leg. Tyler can't get in the door. And then uh, the mom hits Sam in the head with a hammer. Yeah. Super, just completely Disney-fied it. Also, when Sam gets to the house the way he gets there in the comic is he blows a trucker and then sticks a, pi- a tire iron through his head and on this it just shows him he appears at the house he, he made it <laughs> netflix is gonna it, skip that scene yeah they're gonna <laughs> skip that old one it's gonna move right um, by that gonna skip that but put tiger king uh on there <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna put tiger king bro tiger king is the best thing netflix has ever done we should do an episode on tiger king the we rest totally of the episode wa- we're just totally talking tiger it. king yeah do you see that zach i saw you tweet they reopened the case on carol's fucking yeah. missing husband yeah. dude <laughs> yeah, dude makes me so just happy. today they reopened the case dude she is fucked oh, oh she's a fucking lunatic dude so they guilty all are, but... so guilty I, I think it. the most fucked up one might be the cult leader guy, the Bagandi oh, or whatever, dude, with the ponytail. Looks like fucking Penn from Penn and Teller. Bro, that guy. <laughs> after after they finished filming, his like whole thing got raided by the by the freaking feds. Yeah, as it should. There's probably like little girls, his apprentices, locked up somewhere. Until uh, they my, my favorite thing. Groomed. My favorite thing in the entire show is when uh, Carol was talking about like i would never put perfume on his shoes if i put perfume on his shoes it only makes tigers drool on him if i actually wanted tigers to eat a person i would use sardine oil <laughs> like uh, oh, wait you, a minute Carol. so you just oh that's interesting you know how to make tigers eat people weird okay her her bug eyes and her nervous laughter is just like a dead giveaway she's she's fed some people to her cats um I put that the only thing the show did was remove all the good stuff from the comic and add a bunch of uninteresting bullshit. They, wow. I think Tyler, Tyler and Kinsey are martyrs the entire time. They're just, oh, what was me? I'm so misunderstood. And I get that their dad was just murdered, but like they find magic keys and then they just completely use them in in a fucking stupid way. They they show they their that friends in the comic. high school. They don't show that, did they? In the they use second? magic keys in a stupid way in a comic for sure. No, I'm talking about how they, like, show their friends at the yeah. high school and, like, pick on... And, like, the kids are just kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, the girl fucking gets mauled by by Kinsey's fear and, like, has claw marks in her face. And she's sitting there in the nurse's office, like, so you gonna tell me what happened? <laughs> it's like, yeah, my fear attacked you because I'm afraid of you. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. It's like, what? You just got attacked by a demon and you're going to have scars on your face. All the way down your face, and you're like, yeah, it's cool. It's whatever. For the and, record, they do tell their friends about the keys in the comic book. Okay. That's good to know. Um, the fact that Elena was how old now, and she couldn't help but bring back Lucas because she missed him when he's like a high school kid, and uh, she's like that 40. Was annoying. 
That was super fucking weird. Uh, and then Lucas leaves the keys in a Ziploc bag and under the porch in the backyard. Like, all these oh, – like, these these keys are so powerful and they're just, like, treated like fucking normal keys. Like, left around in a fucking drawer. Like, the fire key or whatever was on the key ring drawer of spare keys in the house. They fucking left the Omega key just in a cabinet. Like, they're just like, oh, it's safe. It's hidden. Nobody can find it. It's like Nobody's going to check cabinet. this cabinet. <laughs> yeah, and then he finds it. And it's like, I thought it was a joke. He's like, yep, all safe. And, like, holds it in front of the camera. It's like, ugh. He brought a knife to fight. The, like, when they're fucking disposing of the demon, Tyler brings a knife. And they have a fucking plethora of magic keys. And he brings a knife. And and Joe Hill was a producer on this, damn it. And he was the paramedic at the end. If you saw, like, a guy that looked like a like worse-looking Stephen King at the end, <laughs> that was Joe yeah. Hill. Yeah, I the paramedic. It was like He signed off on this, and he was a producer on this. And it's like, they took his baby. And I wonder how fat the check was that they wrote to him. Because I feel like they took his, fat, his beautiful baby fat. fucking comic and turned it into a goddamn... Rom-com Degrassi with magic here's, keys. Here's so. the thing, guys. You just don't like this story. I don't think it's that you don't like the Netflix show because almost all of the things that you mentioned happen in the comic book. There's like From that perspective, there's not a lot of difference. And so I feel like Joe Hill would no. sign off on this because this shit happens. Dude. Like it actually... No. Like, this is a weird like science fiction horror mixed with a teen Degrassi style story. I mean, that's what it is. That's that's it, yeah. It's darker in the comic books for sure. But I mean, them bringing their friends in that happens in the comics, that girl bringing uh, echo back because she loved him. That happens in the comics, them finding the Omega key that happens in the comics, them going down to the caves that happens in the comics. Like that shit happens. It, it does. But the way that they did it was really fucking kitty, which I think was a misstep from what the comic was. And the and the dialogue the comic was is just, darker. I will give you that. I just I, think that the dialogue was rough at times. The mom, when she's like I said, I didn't like a lot of her acting because that 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 was extremely rough when she was intervening. You know, and particularly when she gets upset, her emotions, like when um the PE teacher walked in and she was in her house. You're not supposed to be in my house. Like, that's how you're gonna react. Like, they're all bad actors, dude. There's not one good actor in this whole fucking. I like Bodie. I thought his acting was amazing. The kid that was like an undercover uh, Dodge at the end, like the white kid. Yeah. He was good. He was also he's an American Vandal too. He's good, but everybody else was pretty shitty. That was a big thing for me. I think that I honestly I I accepted after about the third episode, I accepted that they're gonna squish all these things together from book one, book two, whatever, and they're gonna change the story. Obviously, if you want multiple seasons, you know, um, they had to either spread stuff out or put them together. Whatever the whatever they did to make the story work in a ten episode season, that's what they did, and I get it. My a lot of I did love the production. I did love the um, cinematography. I love the music in the show that was great um two things i wrote down i liked were the soundtrack and the special effects like that yeah. was the two cool things i, I thought that w- it looked great it looks like they put a lot of money into it but there are times when particularly um when the kids are acting or the mom specifically um i thought the chick who played dodge was really good she was good at times um but uh, I, I I just didn't understand, and maybe it, it is in the book, but some of the decision-making that Kenzie made, I thought that was stupider than shit when she made some of their, her decisions. Dude, like, she I have... is – she's a, dude. she's so bad. 
Like, when, as soon, <laughs> but it's 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 purposeful, I think, because it's like, well, essentially, what what's trying to be proven out with that character is that your fear is 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 relevant in your decision making day to day, and once you get rid of that, then you become a lunatic, and so it's it's narratively driven. I mean, it's not like the character is just randomly trash, but a lot of the things that she did in the story is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just ridiculous. And I yeah. get that if they if it was portrayed better. It just wasn't portrayed to, for where I got that a lot of times. There was no – at least with Bodhi, you understood that, hey, I'm a kid. I want to make – like, he's, his innocence was shown the whole time. I got that. But I did not get her and her fear thing and being shy and wanting to change that and the internal, you know, image that most people have that she wanted to ignore that and, and grow. And I didn't get any of that. I just got that she was doing stupid stuff. All well, the time. you saw that early on when she took her fear out of her head, right? Like her fear yeah, I escaped. Saw that. Yep. Yeah, I I think they could have done a better job of like reference referencing that again somehow, like being like you know giving her some type of monologue, like now that I don't have my fear, I feel like I can just freaking do dumb shit, something like that. But that was <laughs> that was like the purpose of her decision making. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that a lot of the stuff was just poorly developed. Like, I don't think that Ty's character has any depth. <clears throat> and he was supposed to be, like, this cool guy jock, but he was just really pouty. And, like, kept stumbling into, like, girls that wanted to fuck him. Like, yeah, left and what, right. What a horrible including life. Dodge. What a horrible Same. life he led. What a horrible <laughs> a, life. I'm going to have sex with the tough, most popular Zach. girl. Oh, I don't want to. I want to have sex with her, her cute best friend. Oh, she likes yeah. me too? I like that. Oh, oh, oh this demon legs wants to fuck me that looks like a God. fucking model and 20 yeah. years older than me you guys aren't talking okay, about the best part of the show let's hear it kinsey's love part. triangle oh. oh my this is the best part of the show <laughs> have me at the edge of my seat who's she gonna pick oh she's oh. gonna pick them both damn look at how progressive we are i guess That's i didn't wild. get that that was a turn that was super uh <laughs> yeah progressive she's just oh, like that's... honestly i like you guys both can i just date you guys both and they're like you know what? Let me sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me consider. That was well, so one of them. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's let's go. Uh, I thought that was actually kind of cool. They threw that out there. It's like that's that's different. All right. Yeah. See how, like, how that ends up. Yeah. And they did. They they made like the group of kids like horror fanatics, like gorephobes or not gorephobes, but gore fanatics. And that I think that was like a nod to Joe Hill. Like we don't have the dark here, but we have kids that like the dark stuff. So maybe that will like make up for it. And yeah, I don't think it fucking was it, at all. It's just a weird scenario. Like I said, I think they wanted to do dark, but they did. But they had like sex scenes in it, or close to enough sex scenes. I mean, Dodge and Ty in the in the truck. I mean, yeah. uh, all 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 he get into the <laughs> wait, wait, the, what was it? This is oh, the, at the end at the <laughs> no. end of the sex scene. Not all, again. all you all you hear is this. Ah, uh, oh like, fuck! <laughs> it wasn't. Jr. Wasn't even just great. make an R and B album already, bro. I'm just. Heavy sighs and uh, smooth jazz. Uh, <laughs> can we do? Can we move on, or are we still still doing this? Uh, we're, we're stuck. Let's here, talk bro. about Sam Lester. I, I <laughs> Keep it rolling, like... <laughs> dude. Sam pissed me the fuck off. I thought that they could have made such a better Sam, and like he, I feel like the Sam in the comics would have murked the entire family, like in front of him, and, and like left Bodie or left Kinsey. But instead, he kept putting the gun back up, like I'll do it. I, I'll do it. Miss Locke, if you don't, if you don't sit down and and eat your dinner, I'm gonna shoot you, okay? If you and don't how many sit times down and eat your dinner, 
<laughs> How many times did the, the gun get knocked on the floor and slide and they all look at it? And like, it happened like six different fucking, like the, the fight scenes were so clunky and predictable. And how many times are you going to get in physical altercations with your hostages before you just start offing them? Like, they're exactly. obviously not listening to you. You have <laughs> a gun. They keep, like, trying to stab you and hit you and punch you. And you're just like, don't do it again. You better not do it again or else I'm going to get you. Just the, the danger never felt real. If that, no. that, to me, was, like, one of the moments where I felt like, oh, man, this is clearly, like, they're trying to do something that should inherently be dark. But they're trying to keep it like PG. Like that, I, I don't don't think I felt it more than when when Sam came to the house. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And even scar his face up right. I mean, he. Had I know one scar. that was like one of the coolest parts of his character was how messed well, up his face was. Well, he didn't get was. his face beat in in the in the show. I know. I don't comment. understand why they didn't. I mean, even if it wasn't that dark, at least show that. I mean, it's uh, that was like shows his deformity of who he is. I mean that. In the book, I got it. He was he felt worthless. He felt like garbage. And in the show, he had that same thing. But yet, they they could have at least done the scars in the face, and it would show his deformity from within on his face. You know, his 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 his, his wanting to please people and wanting to to and all that darkness that he had. It's on his face in the book, and in the in the show, he had it on his eyebrow with his lisp that he talked with the whole time. Yeah, Netflix they, clearly they, had an agenda here. They were not. They didn't. They didn't want to let it go that dark. They were nope. trying to lighten it up. So, okay. Well, I agree with that, and that, and yeah, I know how we all feel about agendas. Um, so, is there anything else we want to discuss with the actual show before we go into craft or trash? What was your favorite part of the show, besides the lighting and the sound effects? Like, let's 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 end on a positive here. Um, shit. favorite part of the show oh i did like duncan i thought duncan was a good oh um, iceman was that iceman or iceman's twin brother bobby drake yeah Uh, he's a twin no i don't know yeah he's got a twin brother i thought he did a good job of playing the aloof uncle that comes and goes and kind of funny kind of witty um oh yeah i liked i liked him i i didn't really like any of the kids i i couldn't stand the mom and and i didn't like dodge really either I felt like she was kind of a pedophile. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So um, I guess Duncan is my, my highlight. Duncan, and only because he was Iceman. Yeah. I, I will tell you, I, I'm not specifically like thrilled for anybody, but I will tell you when they started getting into the mystery of why, his da- why their dad was hiding the keys, I thought that was like a good I, – I, that's when I started like, okay, the show might get better. Because that's when the kids start to realize something was up. Why was their dad doing the things they were doing? And mm-hmm. they were kind of showing that mystery. And you that's where, I, you know, them using the, the key to the mind key to go in to check your memories and check. find They find their memories out. And the, why did he hide that here? I, I love mystery stuff like that. And that would be my favorite part is when they were starting to realize, okay, what's going on here? Um, and, and who I just I felt like they missed a lot of things to make you have the shock. Like not just like shock value by like oh that's gross, but like wow what like at that twist and turn, I felt like this could have been a maze of of story. And oh, that love get, triangle though. Yeah, that love triangle really did it for me. Just don't <laughs> choose, be whatever. <laughs> that whatever. love triangle, Zach's really driving that one home. That's what did you like, about. Zach? Um, <laughs> I liked. I, I agree with you. I, I liked. I liked the mystery. I thought that the the inpatient that couldn't speak. 
was like a cool scene and then going into her head and then once you went into her head you realized um a lot of things like what the parents were and mm. who they used to be and why they yeah. why they ended up the way they did i feel like that that was cool um the memories of the uncle you know like in that tree i think were interesting because he saw a lot of shit and i feel like a lot of stuff that the the kids themselves are going through and so it kind of things like that are like oh maybe i'll watch the next season i mean i probably will um but yeah i also liked the love triangle it was was very (laughs) very oc-esque very uh laguna beach meets meets horror uh character relationships (laughs) there was no horror uh, here don't yeah. mislead our listeners. That's yeah. a great mix. L- uh, Laguna Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would, I would be I'm down shook with that. that I'm the only one that's bringing that part up. I feel like that was like the highlight of the show. Uh, <laughs> just, you guys I, missed that whole thing. I no, we didn't it. miss. We were, we were present <laughs> for that. Uh, um, okay, well, do you have any any Beneath the Inks here? Or you want to go right into Crafter Trash? We can go into Crafter Trash. There's no Beneath the Ink here. There's nothing else <laughs> derived. There's, we're in seeing. the kiddie pool. So yeah. there's no there's no diving in this one. But okay, I'll start. Um, I'm going to give it a, a trash. Uh, I thought it, I'll give it a four. Um, I think that the... If I hadn't read the comic, I would rate it higher. I will say that. So I am biased. But at the same time, I, I can't... I can never enjoy the dialogue of these type of shows when it makes the teenagers in high school talk with such quick wit but not not like clever or funny just they just have so many words like the way they communicate so many words like a like a sarcastic pun back and forth and it's there's just no re- no reason for it like like deadpool is quick wit that's funny and enjoyable and relevant and like quirky but this dialogue is just like dialogue for dialogue's sake and it was just back and forth banter that I was just not into and that was really annoying, and that really made me give the high school vibe. And then they kept fucking not using the keys. Like, the keys were so not important to them, and that really drove me nuts. Um, so wasn't a fan of the high school, the, the age group that they were targeting, and thought that they removed all the cool parts. So that's a four. Four for the J. What about you, JR? Uh, I'm giving it a trash for sure. And I'm going to go with I, – I was thinking four the whole time. The whole time. Um, and I – I'll be honest. I didn't care after I realized that it wasn't. I've never, I've never cared about the book matching the show as long as it entertains me at the end. Um, and there were times, a lot of times with this show, I just fucking just wanted to fast forward and move on <laughs> to the next episode, um, hoping that I would be sucked into the show. Um, I'm watching The Hunters right now on Amazon, and that's sucking, that's sucking you in as a as a viewer. And that so, looks cool. Um, and I just, I just, I, I never got there. I mean, I just never, it, I never was entertained. It was probably a really, really long season than it should have been for me. Um, the, I mean, I just, I'm okay without matching the, the book. I get it. I'm okay with that. You got to make it work on a TV show. I'm okay with that. I'm just not okay with doing a shitty job and make it pick a side, a dark or kid, kitty. I think I would have been good with either if you could pick a side. You know what I mean? Don't try and mix it. But this, these books were not meant, um, at least to me, they were not meant to pick a side. You got to pick a dark side in these books, and I think they missed the boat and trying to make it to a wider audience. And I just felt, uh, I felt like it had potential. I'll give it that, but I, I felt they missed it, and that's where my 
four came in. Though I thought four the whole time, from episode one to episode ten. Right, <laughs> turn it on four. All right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Z, bring us home. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, man, I don't. So I think it's higher than a four, but I don't think it's much higher than a four. I'm gonna give it a five. Um, you gotta be over over or under, man. Can't be at five. That's a crash. That's a pooper in the toilet. That's no. All right, I'm gonna give it a four point nine. I don't. I don't yeah! think it's a crash. I, I think it's a trash. I think that. Um, I agree. I think that they should have picked a picked a direction and stuck with it. I think the books take the same, relatively the same content. I mean, roughly the same narrative, but they def- they pick a side definitively, and by doing that, it makes the story pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I mean, to be completely honest with you, I don't really love the story overall. Like, I, I I'm not like a huge fan of the books, but I do sure. think that the books are pretty good and entertaining, and they do a decent job. And I think that comes from the author and the the artist deciding that this is going to be super dark and and it's going to you know have some some gnarly stuff in it. Um, yeah, I think that this this tries to take that side, but then expand it by making it more child friendly and making it more like teenage drama and like OC style and I just don't think it works. I don't think it works. I think they lose out on both sides by trying to do both. Um so I I mean I watched the entire thing. I there was never really a point when I was like, "Oh man, this is amazing." It was pretty grindy um to be honest. So, yeah, I just didn't love it. Did not love it. All right, now let's hear the reaction you're going to tell Alicia about the show. <laughs> oh, I told I told Alicia that it was like one of the better shows I've ever seen, <laughs> um, and that she's like completely right in her assessment of the entertainment that we consume, and that she should continue watching things with me because I like um, to spend time with her. And um, yeah. you're a smart man. You're a smart man. It's right. not my first that, rodeo. That brings our <laughs> our combined to a four point three, which might be the first trash series we've reacted to. So far. So I can't think of anything that's been – we've had trash ratings, but I think some of us have picked up the trash ratings. Right. Usually one of us brings us over the the old Mendoza line there, but 4.3, we're living in the in the the dumpsters, living in the gutter right now. <laughs> can't wait for the fans of this show to hear hear us just – I can't wait for, for Nate minutes. to hear this shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I will tell you, we got I've been hashtagging uh, Lock and Key a lot. And there are we literally have I think if I'm right we have a fan page following us. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we're gonna no. need to we're gonna need to address that. And oh, no. they like they do a lot they like a lot of our stuff when it comes to that. So I I'm gonna see how that works. I apologize to them I guess, but uh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, we're not gonna be sorry. It's just like if we don't like a beer, we're not gonna tell you we like it. That's you know? true. Like just yeah. just make I mean, better beer. It, I'm it, sorry. It was <laughs> Zach, Zach. Sorry, Zach was Alicia, and, and we're all we're all sorry. We're all so sorry. So, what was our rating? It was four point three. Four point three. All right, you guys want to hear Rotten Tomato? Yes. All right. So the critics have it at a sixty-six. Okay. Not, the audience has high. it at a seventy. Uh, so we are cl- we are clearly depressed. the quarantine is hitting us hard boys everyone's gonna be so bitter for the next couple months just ripping things to shreds (laughs) we are quite a bit lower than both of those we are no longer the voice of the people 
Well, I think that if all those critics and people read the comic and then watched it, they'd be in the 40s too. But I will yeah, say... That's if, a, that's if a good was, point. I think it definitely changes your perspective if you read the books first. It just shows you what it could have been so that you have something to compare it to. It doesn't have that to be the same true. story, but it could be this and it's not, and that makes me frustrated. Yeah. Right off the bat, uh, it's true. different. But, right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. So you're like, ah, yeah. what the heck are you doing? You know? You sound like Arnold. <laughs> Get to the Get chopper. Down. Get down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our uh, that's our reaction this week. Um, you got any plugs before we want to head out, Z? Uh, Oz, Oz.com, Arzenith.com. We're still releasing content. We got blogs coming out. Uh, Sleep Easy is doing a ton of cool stuff. They just dropped an episode on uh, Jay Electronica that uh, they they shit on they shit on the boy Jay Electronica, and I actually uh, don't agree. But um, they're doing a lot of cool <laughs> stuff. So uh, just stay tuned. Cool. And uh, we'll keep you keep you informed. Yeah, whoa, whoa. I like I like that. I got to I never heard of Jay Electronica until we I shared the post and I started listening to. It. I liked it, so I I, I like it too, bro. It's I got Jay Z on it. It's like Watch yeah. the Throne too, but they yeah. they yeah they thought that Jay Z like carried the entire album and Jay Electronica just talked about Allah the entire time, which he did. So you know he did, really, but I liked it. Really <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was tight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. right on, right on. All right, yeah, check out Sleep Easy. Uh, check out ourzenith.com. Check out uh, us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, check out our boys at Fantasy on Tap. Um, and thank uh, you guys so much for listening. Oh, hold on. Do, let's talk about a little bit about the, the comic book market a little bit. And okay. How, um, one thing is a, a lot of the shops are closed for the next two weeks, and they're probably going to be closed a lot longer. So, uh, particularly us, this hit us hard with our local comic book store, Action City. Doug's closed for the next two weeks, and so mm. um, they're applying. He's applying for you know government assistance, and I think a lot of them are. Um, but eventually, I think what they're going to start doing is doing a lot of online stuff. So just you know support them, support your local comic book store because they're still going to be able to roll money in. They still can sell stuff. It's just going to be on online. So uh, with us helping out with their social media, you could DM any any time for anything you want and uh doug's willing to make it work even do a drive-by delivery service if need be uh wow to bring it dang up. so is he delivering uh, to renton oh let's go i don't know we can he, i'll he take that up you know Dude, if you order sick. it let him know i know it's on his way home from the shop so i'm pretty sure he would do something and worth it and uh obviously i, I i'm stopping by the, sh- the shop just every once in a while just make sure nobody fucks with the store because people are freaking nuts and um but yeah i I wanted to say that before we close out because i think it's really important to uh uh support them and 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 buy online because they're still there it's just buy online yeah thanks for that man absolutely that's huge and the the delivery service if you get any uh, more info on that and how to how to order and everything let's let's release that on our absolutely i think he's working out the kinks right now and he mentioned it and i think it's a great idea i think if it's worth it i think he'll do it so Hey man, and it sounds like Zach was volunteering to help him deliver comics all over the Renton area. So that's um, fucking... I was thinking about helping out in a different way. Actually, I was oh. thinking about I was going to contribute funds to the effort so I can have comics delivered to my house. You yeah, go. you can do that, but then also just send uh, Jr. your schedule of when you'll be able to be a driver. And <laughs> We're gonna be. Comic <laughs> we'll put pieces together. <laughs> put a little business card in the comment, man. Oh my it's god! Guerrilla marketing. That's what that is. We're out uh, Zach did say he was going to um, develop uh, a non-binary superhero that will be better than Snowflake and Safe Space by, by next week's episode. So 
tune in next week and we'll have a name, wait, uh, wait. a color scheme, and a, a superpower profile for the wait. new nine binary, non-binary character coming from Zach Barlow Comics. Yeah. So, uh, oh, speaking I, of non-binary, you, if you you really want to check out what a non-binary character really looks like uh, in a comic book, read Death and Glory. <laughs> and there's a character in there that has nothing. It's Ken and Barbie down there. <laughs> and that is the most non-binary character I've ever seen in my whole life. So uh, Dr. Mon- Manhattan's non-binary then, right? Dr. No, Dr. Manhattan. Manhattan has a dick. Oh, wait, he does. I'm thinking of the... He has I a think big old schlong. In the HBO series, I don't think he has a dick, does he? Yeah, yeah he No, does. he does. He does. He shows his big pee-pee in there. Does he, like, flatten it at one point? Like, doesn't he, like, adjust it so it's not, like, hanging? I don't know. I don't remember. It's just dangling like fruit hanging low. (laughs) Dangling like fruit. All right. Maybe not. Maybe not. All right. right. Well, this is getting in the weeds. So thank you guys (laughs) so much for listening. We're all excited to hear Zach's superhero idea next week. I didn't necessarily sign up for that, though. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate you, bro. Bye. Bye.